Welcome. I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we study the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Philemon. Today is episode 575. Look at Philemon verses 8 through 14. Let's read our passage. For this reason, although I have great boldness in Christ to command you to do what is right, I appeal to you instead on the basis of love. I, Paul, as an elderly man, and now also as a prisoner of Christ Jesus, appeal to you for my son Onesimus. I became his father while I was in chains. Once he was useless to you, but now he is useful both to you and to me. I am sending him back to you. I am sending my very own heart. I wanted to keep him with me so that in my imprisonment for the gospel he might serve me in your place. But I didn't want to do anything without your consent, so that your good deed might not be out of obligation, but of your own free will. This is Paul's letter to Philemon. Philemon is a man in Colossae. And Paul has encountered this slave who belongs to Philemon. His name is Onesimus, and he's in Rome. And Paul is sending this slave back to Philemon, and he's in trouble with Philemon. Either he's a runaway, and that's probably the most likely scenario, or he has been sent on a mission, but has just utterly failed in the mission, perhaps lost money for Philemon. Paul's sending Onesimus with Tychicus, and he's delivering this letter to Philemon, asking for Philemon to deal with Onesimus in a certain way. He's also carrying a letter to deliver to the church in Colossae, where Philemon is, and along the way he's going to deliver the letter to Ephesus. Paul's already given the basic greetings of the letter from he and Timothy to the household of Philemon, and he's commended Philemon for his love and faithfulness. Now he's getting to the point, the reason for his letter. So verse 8, he says, for this reason. And the reason he's referring to is verse 7, where he talks about how he's heard what great charity and generosity Philemon has for others. For this reason, although I have great boldness in Christ to command you to do what is right, I appeal to you instead on the basis of love. So, verse 8, Paul says, I've heard that you're a man of great charity, and that you help others, and you take pity on others, you're very generous, and so that's why I'm asking this of you. He says, I have great boldness in Christ to command you to do what is right. So, he's saying here is, as an apostle, I have the authority to order you to do what I want you to do. Boldness could be taken from just a difference in uh, circumstance where Philemon's an important rich dude and Paul is not rich. Paul's also a prisoner in Rome. So how could he, a man not of much means and a prisoner, order Philemon to do something? Well, he could because he's an apostle and that would be very bold. He says, I could do that. Verse 9, but instead, I appeal to you on the basis of love. And he is dealing with Philemon as a friend. And while he could order Philemon based on his apostolic authority, he is instead appealing to Philemon on two bases. One, as a friend, as a friend, I'm asking you this, but also on the basis of fellow Christian, just out of love. And that's where he says on the basis of love. Love is the, the basic characteristic of Christian relationships. 
So it continues in verse 9. I, Paul, as an elderly man, and now also as a prisoner in Christ Jesus. Almost sounds like you look for pity there. Yeah, I'm just an old man, and I'm a prisoner, so please take pity on me. I don't think so. Um, I think he's just laying it out here. This is my status. I'm an old man. Paul's probably in his 60s at this point in time, and he is a prisoner in Rome. Now, some translations, instead of elderly man, say ambassador. And uh, the problem is those two words... They only differ by one letter in the Greek. So most of the older manuscripts say elderly man, where some of the latter manuscripts say ambassador. So I, Paul, verse 10, appeal to you for my son Onesimus. So now he's getting to the, the heart of it, the real issue, his actual ask, what he's asking for. I appeal to you for my son Onesimus. First, my son. That's just the way Paul talks about people he has personally led to Christ. He refers to them as his children. And obviously Onesimus has come somehow into Paul's circle of people in Rome. And through Paul's ministry, he has come to Christ. So Paul refers to him as my son. He refers to a lot of people that way. I appeal to you for my son Onesimus. This could be interpreted two different ways. And Paul might be purposely ambiguous in this, meaning it really both ways. I appeal to you for my son Onesimus. That could mean I appeal to you on behalf of Onesimus. Or it could be where he says, I appeal to you for my son Onesimus. I appeal to you to give me my son Onesimus. I think he probably means it both ways and leaves it somewhat ambiguous purposely. Or Philemon. He says, I became his father while I was in chains. That is, he was led to Christ while Paul's a prisoner in Rome. Verse 11, he says, Once he was useless to you, but he is useful both to you and me. So this is a play on Onesimus's name. Onesimus means useful. Sometimes is also translated as profitable, but useful. That's his name. Is it because he's useful? Well, he was given that name when he was born. And it was common to give slaves names like that, hoping they would live up to the, the potential of their name. So his name was useful, but based on whatever happened, he has become useless. So Paul says he was useless to you, but now he is useful both to you and to me. So he's obviously been helping Paul in Rome. That's why he's useful to me. Useful to you, how is that? Well, he's now coming back to Philemon. Tychicus is bringing him back. And so now he is reformed. He is a brother in Christ now, and he will be a useful slave. So he was useless presumably because he ran away, but now he is useful because he's coming back. And Paul says, useful both you and me. Verse 12, I'm sending him back to you. I'm sending my very own heart. This is just speaking of his connection, Onesimus. He has a connection with this guy. He likes him. He uh, considers him very useful to his ministry. And 
Paul says it's, you know, set a piece of my own body, my heart back with him. Now, it's proper to translate this as heart, just the way we speak. But the word normally gets translated as heart is the word cardia, like cardio. But this is the word that gets translated here is splachnon, which literally means bowels, guts. And it's kind of the same sense as we would use it. Talking about like a, a gut feeling. It takes a lot of guts to do that. And so, while guts means, you know, something anatomical with us, we use it in a way related to emotions. And so deep, deep, deep emotions would be this uh, term splagmon. So to translate as heart is, is appropriate here. Verse 13, I wanted to keep him with me so that in my imprisonment for the gospel, he might serve me in your place. So Paul's saying, Onesimus has been working here with me, and he's been doing a good job for me. I really wanted to keep him here to work with me. And say so he might serve me in your place, meaning, you know, him here as your slave working for me would be uh, basically working on your behalf. Well, two problems with this. One, it's illegal. As I mentioned earlier, that uh, when you have a escaped slave somehow in your custody, so to speak, you've got two options. It's convince him to go back to his owner or sell him and send the proceeds back to the owner. And so that's that's the law. So for Paul just say, well, it's just why don't you just stay and hang out with me? That, that is a violation of the Roman law. But also be a breach of friendship. Onesimus belongs to Philemon. So Paul can't just arbitrarily say, well, you belong to me now. Philemon's my friend, so I'm keeping you. No, that would be a breach of friendship. So while he would like for Onesimus to stay with him, he, he's sending him back. That's the appropriate thing to do. Now, this idea of serving in your place. In the letter to the Philippian church, Paul talks about Epaphroditus. Apparently, Epaphroditus was sent by the Philippian church to Paul. He brought a monetary gift from the church at Philippi to Paul, but then stayed with Paul and worked with Paul, helped Paul in his ministry, served Paul as an emissary of the church. So he brought the money from the church and then stayed as a representative of the church to help Paul out. And you read between the lines here, that's basically what Paul's saying he would like Onesimus to do, is to stay with him and work for him as an emissary of either the church in Colossae or personally from Philemon. Verse 14, But I didn't want to do anything without your consent, so that your good deed might not be out of obligation, but of your own free will. Paul could have sent Tychicus to carry the letter to Philemon and say, Hey, by the way, Onesimus is here. He's come to Christ. He's working for me now. And just sign on the dotted line that you've signed him over to me. But he's not doing that. He has sent Onesimus back to Philemon. So 
when Tychicus shows up with this letter, he shows up with Onesimus and the letter. So there's Onesimus standing there and finally been reading the letter. And what are you going to do about Onesimus? So Philemon has the option. He could either put Onesimus back to work, or he could turn around and send him back to Paul to work with Paul. So Paul's gotten to the ask here. This is what he wants. He wants, as a minimum, he hadn't gotten to that so much yet, he wants Philemon to treat Onesimus well. Treat him as a brother in Christ, not just an errant slave. But the words here imply, I'd really like you to send him back to Rome to work with me here in Rome. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Philemon.